That's going to make it so much easier to sync up tonight. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I edit it. I'll see three giant spikes on all, all the videos. Yep. There it is. So it's our first show, so we have to work out all the kinks. And, uh, man, I'm, I'm excited to finally be doing this. We've been talking about it for, like, ever. What, two months now? About two months. We were supposed to do our first show last week, but but Matt here had to go to a city council meeting. Mm-hmm. I'll pull up my calendar if you need me. <laughs> I can edit my calendar to say I went and saw the president of Brunei the other day. Does it make it real? <laughs> not, we're starting off this podcast, and everybody's going to think I'm a liar now. <laughs> they can draw their own conclusions. Don't, don't let us sway you. Oh, man. So, yeah, so Jammer Podcast, that's uh, Josh, myself, Matthew, and Rob. And um, Matthew is our um, worship leader at our church here. We're filming at our church. Rob plays the drums. That that thing over there behind the sneeze guard. I don't think they can see it. Oh. Yeah, but we, it's uh, that way. We didn't get a drum shield just to block out noise. Uh, Rob is known to sneeze a lot. <laughs> Yo. And with uh, everything going around, might as well. Look, I, lack of percussion in our congregation isn't my fault, and so to bring me in on Sundays, putting a sneeze shield around me so that I'm not contagious, that's just doing your part. It's responsibility. Maybe so we should all do that. <laughs> So yeah, so this podcast is going to basically be based around um, techie things. So um, new cell phones, new gadgets, tablets, computers. The occasional car. (laughs) The occasional car. uh, Video games. And then um, we also want to sprinkle in some uh, Christ culture stuff. We're we're not going to be preaching on this podcast. We're not going to be, you know get into any of that stuff, but we will talk about, we will talk about Jesus and uh, some cool things regarding him. We'll have, we have something to talk about in that realm tonight, along with some other things, but um, I thought for the first show that tonight we would uh, do like a little game. And I like games. Is there prizes? Is the um, prize donuts? The prize was the wallpaper that I downloaded on your iPad. Oh, so I don't have to play. I already won. Yes. Winner. See, I thought you were going to bring donuts for our first podcast. That was a good idea. I should have. Note for the next podcast, we need to have a sign-up sheet for donuts. It's super important. Matt just volunteered. (laughs) Nice, thanks. I'll do it for the next one. (laughs) Right on. It's on video now, too. (laughs) So, um, the game that I figured we would play, and and I'm thinking it'll be harder for us because we know each other somewhat well. This is a game that you usually play with people that you don't know too well. You're just meeting. It's like an icebreaker. But it's called Two Truths, One Lie. So we're each going to tell three things, and two of them are true. One of them is a lie, and we have to figure out which one is which. For those who don't know the game, you don't tell the two, two truths and then the lie. It makes it really easy to figure it out. It would be nice if you sprinkled in the lie somewhere. That Not, is correct. Yeah. Because then you go, uh, but now... Maybe Rob's trying to use that so we say the lie first. Could now, it's kind of like paper, rock, scissors, shot. man. You gotta you gotta psych somebody out before you're like one, two, three, shoot. Because what's everybody's favorite? Paper, right? But now you think I'm gonna pick paper, but maybe I'll pick rock. But man, it just messes with my 
in my mind. Yeah. I've played some hardcore rock, paper, scissors games with people that thought that same way. Like rock first, or what? which one do you usually do first? Paper, rock, scissors. No, I do rock, paper, scissors. Oh. So rock first, then paper, then no, scissors. Alphabetical order. PRS. Paper, no, rock, it's scissors. always been rock, paper, scissors. Yo, me. if you watch Big Bang Theory, it's... I do watch Big Bang Theory. <laughs> rock, paper, scissors, lizard, spot. <laughs> no, because there used to be like... People would take advantage of that game, and they would, they would add in like rock, paper, scissors, and everything. So yeah. they'd be like... Rock, paper, scissors, and do this. And Whooping like, crane. Like, what are you doing? I'm God. <laughs> it's like, what do you mean you're God? I win. Those are the rules. It's crazy. No. That was more in high school, though. You, you can tell them in any order you want. Do, do you want to go first? Um, sure. Do you all know what yours are? Yeah. Okay. All right, um, I'll, go, I'll go first then. All right, so I played soccer in high school. I played a concert with my old band, with a nationally touring rock band and I broke my arm five years ago. I'm going to ring in and say that you did not break your arm five years ago. Okay. What do you think? I'm probably going to uh, probably have to agree with Rob that last one. Okay, y'all got it right. I did not break my arm five years ago. That's what I'm talking about. But I did play soccer in high school, and I did. Stephen Foster can attest to this. Me and him both did play a show with Fireflight. See, I know that was the truth because you told me about that before. Oh, did I? Yeah. Well, dang. That's that's, that's my go-to when I play this game because usually most people are like, hey, you didn't play no show with a nationally touring band. Turns out I did. (laughs) <laughs> this guy. Right this on. This guy. All right, who's up? I got this. I got this. Okay. Ready? Ready? Oh, yeah. In no particular order, okay? Okay. <clears throat> this guy knows how to ice skate backwards. That, I think. Be the line. <laughs> <laughs> I think that bacon is not better with everything. Blasphemy, I know. And I love banana pancakes better than any other flavor pancake. All right, I'm I'm going with the bacon. I'm, I'm going, going with, I'm going with, with the, the banana pancakes because he said that, and he was probably doing that reverse psychology thing. So I'm going with the banana pancakes because because <laughs> it was his last, and you also <laughs> sounded overly excited about it. So it either means you're like him too much to, Dude, he's to good control your excitement, or you're trying to influence us to think that's the truth. And do I you, think that's what you would do. So are you like a psychoanalyst for the CIA? I know I'm that you can't say it, but did I blow your cover? I'm just trying to win. <laughs> <laughs> I totally can ice skate backwards. I love ice skating. You go down to the RDV Sportsplex in, in Maitland, and they have That's open fun. skate. We used to go That's all the time. super fun. Um, I honestly and truly do not think that bacon is better on everything. Oh, man. Ma- maple bacon donuts? Horrid. Those are good. Are that you kidding me? The maple's good. awesome, but then you put the... The bacon on the top and like that's, I that's don't. That's the cherry on top. That whole salty sweet thing doesn't do it for me, dude. I hate bananas, banana bread, banana pancakes. Like wait a minute, like, I Rhonda, knew that. I already knew you. Rhonda like makes bananas. banana pancakes and she like throws the smallest amount of banana like in and I'm like these things are horrible. She's like, did you taste the banana? I'm like, it's all I can taste. You told me. So you gave us two lies. No, I said I think bacon is not better on everything. That's true. I don't think bacon's better on everything. Yeah. Oh. I was thinking it's like a do. double negative. Uh. <laughs> No, I thought you told me 
like three weeks ago that you didn't like bananas. We're not even friends if you can't remember that, dude. Come on. Oh, no. No, that's terrible. Yeah. That's okay. I'll forgive you this time. You downloaded me a cool background okay. thing. <laughs> it made me feel better that my iPad's just as cool as your iPad, even though my graphics look like doo-doo. I got an old iPad Mini, too. So. Is, is that a lie or is, is that, that your truth? Is that your lie? <laughs> <laughs> you don't have an iPad Mini, too. Alright, um, so I got an iPad Mini 2. That's my first one. Uh, my second one is when I was younger, I was uh, stung by a poisonous caterpillar and I uh, had to go to the ER. And, um, and my last one is I played baseball in the fourth grade. Wait, can you do that one more time? I'm sorry. Absolutely. I forgot what I said. Because um, it's all, all lies. lies. <laughs> they were all lies. That's why I Busted. asked them that. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. So the first one is I have an iPad Mini 2 that is not superior to y'all's. Uh, my second one was I was stung by a poisonous caterpillar and had to go to the ER. And my third one was that I played baseball in the fourth grade. Okay, hold up. Hold up. He ha we've seen his iPad, and it's yeah. a Mini. You can think, though. Is it the 2 or so is it the that's, 4? That's the thing. Does it have Touch ID or not? I don't know. I don't remember. But I know oh. he has. So I know he has an iPad Mini. But does he have? Which one did you say it was? Two. Two. Now is it white or is it black? Because it's I, white. I know it's white. Mm. Man. So. It's white. Who knows? <laughs> the caterpillar story is real. I've heard you tell me the caterpillar story. Or that was your lie when we had men's group one day, and I was like, dude, that's a really good lie. I, I'm going with the iPad. I think it's. I think you have. I know you have an iPad Mini, but I don't think it's an iPad Mini too. Okay. I'm going to go against better judgment and say that you did not play baseball in the fourth grade. Don't know why. I'm going to use your psychology and say because it was last. Boom. Are you some like FBI psychoanalyst or something, Rob? Am I cannot I confirm nor deny. <laughs> but I may not be here on Thursday when you need me. Oh, no. All right. So the lie was I played baseball in the fourth grade. Ah. Didn't this play guy. baseball in fourth grade. I have an iPad too. It's old as all get out, super slow. I traded a, you guys remember the DJI Osmo? I think it's the Osmo. It's like a gimbal. It's a three-way powered gimbal, and you can slide your phone into it, and then like it makes your footage super duper oh, smooth. totally know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yes. So DJI made one. I bought one of those. I used it like for a week and never used it again, and somebody offered me an iPad 2 for it back when the latest iPad was an iPad Bro. 3. Bro, bro, I did something like that <laughs> long time ago. My first iPhone, my first one, it was the iPhone 3GS. Okay. I think I was like 22, 21 or 22 years old. I didn't have no money, didn't have no way of buying my own phone or whatever. And uh, I mean, I could have, but I just didn't have the funds at that point. Um, so I went on Craigslist. And I found a guy that was trade that was willing to trade his iPad, his iPad, his iPhone 3G. No, it was a 3G. It wasn't even a 3GS. It was a 3G. I traded. I don't even remember all the things, but I know there was a TV involved. So a TV, like a CRT, a cathode ray tube. No, it was like a it was like a, or was 30, it a flat screen. It was like a 32 inch flat screen, which was like back then was like a Spent big deal. Of, yeah. So I traded a TV. I had gotten this uh this camera thing that you like you recorded on it and then like it had like a pop-up usb oh yeah i love those man i think it was just called a flip camera i traded that 
yep. the TV. Um, I think I traded some like roller skates or something along with a bunch of <laughs> random things. This is eat. what I have in my garage, bro. Take it or leave it. Yeah, it was like five different things. I drove out to Orlando, and the guy gave me the, the iPhone for it, and that was my first iPhone. I was so excited to get it. That's had, more like, complicated than going to the pawn shop and trading all those things for what's behind the case. Yeah, and, and I did this at like 11 o'clock at night. Super oh, sketchy. sketchy. <laughs> Super sketchy. Drove all the way to Orlando. And uh, my wife will tell you that's not the first or the last super sketchy trade deal I've done. How many other pairs of skates did you have to trade for things? No, I didn't have any more skates, yeah. but, but um, that wasn't even all the things. There was a couple other things, too, but I don't remember what they were. Nothing, like, exciting or anything. That's a weird trade. Yeah, it was. I think the guy was just like, oh, yeah, I'll get all this stuff, and then I'll just sell it all, and I'll end up making more money than I would have made on the iPhone, which he probably did. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably did. That's sick. I, uh, I may be young, but I still remember my first iPod. I had the iPod Touch, the first-gen iPod with the silver back. Nice. So, like, that was similar to the iPhone 3GS. They had the silver back, and you couldn't change. You could change the background on the lock screen for them, but you remember you couldn't change the background on the home screen for them, so it was a black background. So, eventually, I went ahead, and I had a computer. It was my parents' computer, so I plugged it in, and I jailbroke it using, I think it was I haven't heard jailbreak in a long time. Pineapple. Pineapple. Yes. (laughs) Pineapple. So, I jailbroke using pineapple just so I could get... That home screen wallpaper on Pineapple. my iPod Touch. It's the best thing in the world. That reminds me of hacking my PSP with the HIN app. It was called HIN. I uh, see. My parents never let me have like a PSP or Game Boy or anything. That like was the that. first thing I ever hacked. It was my dad's friend who bought me that iPod Touch for my birthday because he knew how strict my parents were <laughs> when I was younger. <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> he kind of like slipped it to me and he's like, "Hey, happy birthday." <laughs> <laughs> And that's what started my love for tech and everything like that. That's awesome. I think my love for tech started when I got a Sega Genesis. That was my first video game console. I was like six, six or seven years old. And my parents got me one for Christmas. And, uh, yeah, I pretty much rode, still riding that wave. Um, but cool. That was, that was fun. So, um... Go ahead and transition into our first tech subject for today. And that is that, um, so there was a report that came out like a month ago. And it was, it just said that Apple was not going to, was no longer going to include the uh, charger in the upcoming iPhones. And. Love it. (laughs) Such an Apple thing, right? I hate it. Okay, love it, hate it. There we go. Polar opposites. So it was very polarizing, right? Um, there was some people that were like, no problem, don't really care. And then there's people that, if I'm going to spend $1,000 on a phone, you can include a $40 charger, just right. saying. So, you know, usually what happens is Apple will do something like, like this, like when they got rid of the headphone jack. And then the other companies will make fun of them, like Samsung did. Right, so uh, Apple they got rid of the headphone jack um, when it, when they did back in the iPhone seven launch I believe, and for like two years every other company was like ha we got we got a headphone jack, and they're like making ads that were making fun of Apple. But then slowly every year 
there would be a different manufacturer that now they got rid of their headphone jack and then all of them ended up getting rid of the headphone jack. Well, Apple, there was a report that Apple was going to get rid of the chargers and then shortly after that, there was another report that Samsung came out and said, we're also going to get rid of the charger, but we're not going to do it this year. We're going to do it next year, 2021. Um, so they're staggering it by one year. But um, I think it's if Apple does absolutely terrible and everybody hates it, that they probably won't do it next year. So Apple's being their test dummy for but, it. But Apple's a trendsetter, and so everybody rides the exactly. wave because it's big Apple. Kind of hard not to. So where I'm at on this is I – so for me, and I get it, I know everybody's different. I know, I know not everybody has six or seven different um, power bricks. And I want to make sure I make that clear. When they say they're not going to include the charger, they're talking about the, the, um, the part that you plug into the wall. The little white cubey thing. Yes. Mm -hmm. But they are including the USB cable. They are cable. still going to give you the USB cable. They're just not going to give you the plug that you plug into the wall. Now... I've heard people say that that part matters, that, oh, if you, you can't just – because you can get those at the dollar store. Those are so cheap, dude. They're cheap, but, but – And they'll you set your house to, on you fire. You need to get a good one. Really? Though. Yeah, you got to really? get a name. That actually is a big deal? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, See, so I didn't know that that was. The, the, the brick has different amperage, yeah. and more amps means charging faster. So I've never bought one from the gas station. Yeah, I don't. just know that they have them. Yeah, don't. But like you never. Can, It'll okay. destroy your phone. But like you can, it'll destroy your phone. Oh, yeah. Are you just if saying that, or is that for real? No, it's well. So if you have a combination of a bad USB cable and a bad power brick, and if it's not sending the correct amount of power to it to charge it, it can deteriorate your battery over time. Now, okay. I mean, like there could be some keyboard warriors work, you know, watching this, and they'll tell exactly why. But yeah, if you don't have the correct setup, what was designed for it, it'll hurt your battery. And then like, like for example, I got a uh, iPhone 11. I, uh, I got into a pinch. I had to use a gas gas station um, power brick and cable uh, for like a week. Um, I didn't really get in the pinch. I just didn't want to have to go out and fork up the money. You can just say you're lazy and broke. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I'm lazy and broke, and uh, I went to the gas station instead of like a Target or a Walmart or a Best Buy. And for a whole week, I would plug my phone in. I've been trying to go to bed earlier, so I've been trying to go to bed like at 10 p.m. instead of like, you know, midnight and waking up at 7 for work. So anyways, go to bed at 10 p.m., I'd plug in my phone for the evening, and I'd wake up and my battery was only at 70%. Oh, wow. 75%. And um, brand new iPhone. It's iPhone 11. Um, I mean, like, it's maybe three, four months old. Oh, so this um, is recent. Yeah. And... Uh, when you go into your battery health status, you know, on the general and, and everything, or on the settings and everything, um, it was at 100% when I started that week. And, um, and then, the, you know, people may say, oh, well, you have that battery optimization where it doesn't, it'll charge your phone to 80% and then it'll charge to the last 20, you know, right before you wake up. So I made sure I turned that off um, when I was using that cheaper charger. I was like, you know what, I'm just going to go ahead and keep using it for a week to see what happens. Actually, I was just lazy again and still broke <laughs> and uh, waiting for the next paycheck. Anyways, um, week goes by. <laughs> I open up my phone now, and I'd show you guys if it wasn't use, being used to record this, but now my battery health is on like 
So over the course That's of a quick. week of using a bad charger, I think that it might have deteriorated it about three percent. The way that they make the batteries and the the reason they give you the power brick that they do is like you were saying, that, that combo of the wire and the brick and the amount of amps that it sends and how quickly or how slowly it charges makes a big difference. Like I used to keep all my old power bricks from other things that had USB plugs to plug into the wall. Dude, I chucked those all out yeah, because, yeah. you know, you, you, you plug in and you're like, okay, cool. I'm at like 23%. I'm just going to tell you, if my phone gets below like 78%, I start freaking out. My thing's plugged in all the time at work. If my phone's in the red, that means like there's been a power outage and I'm, I hope there's nobody from Venezuela, but it's like, I'm in Venezuela, dude, and the power's been out and like the junta has taken over or something. It's serious. So, so I use wireless on that subject. Yeah, the I TI use, stuff. Mm -hmm. I use wireless chargers for everything. I hardly ever actually plug in my phone. I so, wish I could afford a wireless charger. My truck has one. <laughs> so like I have the 11, <laughs> I have the 11 Pro Max. Yeah, a lot of new cars have have wireless chargers built wow. in. Um, this guy. So I have That's the sick. 11 Pro Max for now. I don't keep phones very long, so I have it for now. I make a really good deal for a TV and some skates. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this battery is outstanding. I mean, it lasts forever. But I always keep, I have a, I have a wireless charger on my nightstand. I have a wireless charger in my office. So between those two, you know, I'm in my office a lot doing work. So it's usually on a charger. So this thing is hardly ever less. Like right now, it's it's like at seventy percent. No, it's at fifty nine. Wow, it's at fifty nine. Um, it's it's never usually that low because the battery lasts. Like if I use it all day long, between a couple of quick charges on the on the uh, wireless chargers, I'll still have around sixty five seventy percent at the end of the day. Is it a fast charging wireless charger? No, well, it's the it's the um, I don't know if they are. I know one of them should be because it's one of the newer Samsung branded ones. So I think that one is. But the other one that I have is just one um, from Amazon. So I'm I'm not sure if that one does or not. When 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 you when they came out when Apple came out and said we're not including the power the power charger anymore. They haven't come out and said said it yet. That's a it's speculation. Yeah, it's, it's heavy really speculation. It's it's like all but guaranteed. But no, they haven't officially. Is that said kind of it. one of those things where you have a little questionnaire group and you put out a survey and depending on the response says what we're going to do? Well, let me. Okay, so on that, let me sprinkle on some fire here. Um, so the report goes on to state that this is probably going to happen, and not only are they not going to make the phone cheaper. But they may raise the price by fifty dollars. So now instead of giving think? me a credit back for the little dongle thing that you're not going to include in the box, you're actually going to penalize me for not having it and make me pay for the savings. Correct. And pocket the hundred dollars. And the whole, the whole um, reasoning, or the main reasoning that they're probably going to give for this, if they even announce it, I, I'll be, I'll be honest with you. I'll be surprised if they even announce it. I, I think this is going to be one of those things that just happens secret, quietly. Um, and if you don't know about it, then you don't know about it. You're going to open and the box one day and I be think like, I got the new iPod 14. <laughs> I, think they're, I think they're, they're banking on a lot of people not caring, which I, I believe there probably are a lot of people that won't care about this. This isn't going to be like the headphone jack. I, I don't think it will be. Um, but I don't mind the headphone jack not being there but a lot until of people my Bluetooth... Do headphones run out of battery and I'm like 
now I got to wait like two hours to listen to some music in my head. So like to charge up. So like people's arguments on that is that, and I'm a music guy, so I'm I'm in the same camp that they are, but their argument is that Bluetooth headphones don't sound as good as a wired pair, which I get. I'm I'm willing to concede I, that. I, I, I'll agree with that. Sure. But I don't think it makes that much of a difference. I've never put my, my AirPods in and been like, man, you know, I wish I had a wired pair of headphones right now. I've never thought that. Like, it sounds just as good to me. Try a pair of Bose QuietComforts over-the-ear headphones. I have. I don't They're know. wireless. Expensive headphones coming from the dude who bought a gas station plug-in for <laughs> his phone. <laughs> we don't talk about that. <laughs> so, I'm a big music guy, too. Go, go invest in a nice set of wireless headphones. You're not going to be able to tell the difference. You know, if, you, if you're sitting in a studio mixing sound with no noise surrounding you, you're going to be able to hear the difference. But other than that, you're not going to hear a difference. You also may hear a difference volume-wise, like, um, like AirPods. Actually, I mean, those get pretty loud. But, like, like well, you get what you pay for. Word. You know? it, that's just how it is. Like, you, you, can, you can buy a nice set of... Bose wireless headphones or even the Apple AirPods or the AirPods Pro. Great sounding headphones compared to a $10 set at Target. The wireless are going to sound way better. So for all the people who complain about that, just fork up some more money for the wireless headphones, man. I mean, like... Trade for a TV with some skates. You got got it. Yeah, Yeah, there's a a guy that I watch (laughs) on YouTube a lot. And, man, he hates hates Bluetooth headphones. And he... What's his name? Um... His channel Put you is. On the spot. <laughs> his channel is. He's a great dude. I love his channel. Um, his channel is painfully honest tech, and um, he just doesn't doesn't. Any chance that he gets, he brings up. Apple got rid of the headphone jack. That's like a huge <laughs> deal to him, and it's like, dude. I mean, I don't think it's that big of a deal. I get I get that it is to you, but in the grand scheme of things. I don't think it really ever was that that huge of a deal, and I don't think that the charger thing is going to be even that. Um, it does suck that they're going to raise the price, but and take something away. Yeah, the reason for that, from what I've been able to find out, is that they're including the 5G technology in these phones, which is um, expensive. So by removing the the um, power brick and by raising the price $50 they're able to kind of salvage the cost of adding 5G which is kind of dumb um, because 5G is not ready in like 99% of markets I, I know there's like a very very select few places like New York City and uh, some other places that you can get a 5G signal and it's super fast um, but 99%, 99, more than 99%, 99.8% of the country is just not ready for that technology yet. So It is future-proof in the phones, though. So it is future-proof. Four years from now, when we would be complaining, oh, man, my iPhone 12 that I bought back in 2020 doesn't have 5G capabilities, you're gonna, still going to be able to skate. Boom, off. now it does. But, yeah. but I'll concede that. But this isn't the same as when we switched from 3G to, to LTE. So when you went from 3G to LTE, that was massive. 
Like 3G, you couldn't even load a web page without sitting there. It was like it was like going from dial-up to high-speed internet when we went from 3G yeah. to LTE. When we go from LTE to 5G, yes, it is a it is a, a big difference, but it's not it's not a um, it's not a game-changing difference. Like you, yeah, you're going to get way faster speeds, but if you have a good LTE signal. It's pretty solid. I was gonna say you get what on LTE forty megabytes a second download speed, and with a good connection. What you guys talk, I'm gonna look that up. With the, with a good connection, it depends on where you are. Like, like right here, it's probably gonna be like between six and ten, which is still fine. You can still do most everything with six to ten. You can't play like a game or anything, but that's that's a minority issue too. So for four G LTE for Verizon, it's saying that. Your average is between 5 and 12 megabits per second, and then a max of 50 megabits per second. Mm -hmm. Now, 5G, I think they're going up to 1,000 megabits yeah, it's a over, second. Yeah, it's over a gig in some spots. I was going to say, yeah, you're getting 3 gigabits a second off of 5G. So for some things, that's going to be a huge game changer. Back in the day, I could have downloaded every song that I possibly ever wanted in an hour and been done instead of spending days and months and years pirating music. I maybe can't say that, but I just did. But now you have Apple Music. We'll, we'll beat that. And I don't need to pirate my music. Like, it's free all over the place. And, like, just Spotify and Google whatever I want. YouTube, dude. And like, all right, so. Music's free. I don't personally care about the charger issue. I'm, I'm okay with getting one, and I'm okay with not getting one. I'm still going to get the phone regardless. I think it's lame not to include it, but when you say that 5G technology is coming, it's more expensive and they're trying to keep the cost down even though it's going up, I get that. If you can explain to me why you took something away and raised the price 50 bucks, I understand. I'm all, I'm all for them taking it away. Um, I think uh, one thing that I think about is – there are only so much. There is only so much material out there that we can make electronics with. So right now, if you think about how many power bricks are floating around that are quality, I mean, there's probably gobbles of them. Mm -hmm. So why not try to? In my opinion, why not just find a used power brick that still works great from somebody else, then buy a brand new one or just include one for it to get tossed out. I work in the IT department. Are you suggesting that Swip Swap is going to have a massive inundation with used power bricks because the supply is going to shorten up? I mean, yo, get in on this now if you want to retire early. Yeah, who knows? I was going to say, maybe, maybe the power bricks are just kind of going to start fading away. But, like, I work in the IT department. We have 270-something employees. Almost all of them have iPhones. We just ordered close to 100 iPhones, brand-new iPhone XRs for employees to upgrade them from 6Ss to XRs. Um, and we got so many power bricks and stuff. All the employees still have their power bricks from the 6S. All right, so now you got... So extras. now we have extra power bricks. What are we going to do with them? Put them in a Rubbermaid bin, sell them on the black market, two bucks a piece. <laughs> if only. <laughs> so I did see that, um, last thing on this subject, I did see that um, at least if you order it from Apple, I'm not sure if it will work the same way if you're ordering through a carrier or if you're ordering from like Best Buy, but I believe that if you order the phones from Apple, and there's four different iPhone 12s that are coming out, um, but if you order four different models, not just color options. Yeah, there's four different models. So you have iPhone 12, which is going to be smaller than an iPhone SE, 
It'll have a bigger wow. screen. It'll have a bigger screen than more an viewing area, but smaller dimensions overall. Yes, uh -huh. smaller footprint. That's so, cool. I'm cool with that. So you have an iPhone 12. You're gonna have an iPhone 12 Pro. Oh no, I'm sorry. iPhone 12, iPhone 12 Max, which is gonna take the place of the iPhone 11. Um, iPhone 12 Pro, which will take the place of the 11 Pro. And then iPhone 12 Pro oh, Max, Max, which is a that, mouthful. That is a um, mouthful. So, so you have four different, four different phones with multiple color options, with multiple um, gigabit configurations. But um, what I was going to say was I did see, I believe that if you order it through Apple, there's going to be an option when you're configuring your device to add in a charger if you need, if you need one. So it won't come by default, but you could pay... If it's Apple's price, it's probably $25 at least. You can pay that to – I'm not saying that's what the price is. I'm just guessing. Do um, you know? Are they going to leave it as a lightning cable or are they going to go to USB-C? I, I do not think they are going to USB-C on the, on the phones. I, I know that a lot of people want that. Lame. Um, there's two things. There's two things. Um, I don't think they're going to go to lightning or to um, USB Type-C. And I'll tell you why in just a second. Um, but they're also um, – the phones, I believe, are going to be – this is weird here. So the iPad Pros, mm -hmm. they have ProMotion displays. And what that means is they refresh at 120 hertz. I'm sure you've noticed how smooth your, your transitions are on your iPad. I've right? noticed how smooth they are on yours, and I still feel like mine's lacking. Dude, it's you the same cool iPad. Version. It's the same iPad, man. That's a lie. We weren't supposed to tell two lies, Josh. All right, so this is 120 hertz on, on our iPads. Um, the iPhone 12s, all of them, I believe all of them, will all ship with 120 hertz displays, but they are never going to be activated. That's what I heard. They're never going to be activated because, and I could totally be getting this wrong, so if, um, someone correct me if I, if I am, but what I, what I believe I, my understanding is that they are not passing certain tests that Apple needs them to pass, and they're too far into their contracts with shipping them. You know, with they've already bought the displays pretty much, so I believe they're shipping with 120 hertz displays. And they're just going to scale them back, and they're to 60 never hertz. going to be activated. So 120 hertz capable, but not but, activated. But not activated. All right, pineapple, get out there and do. Your thing. <laughs> I'm sure somebody will figure out how to do it, but um, but yeah. Um, wow, and the reason they're not going to, to, to USB Type-C, I can almost confirm that that's not happening, is, um, well, for two reasons. Number one, it seems like they're, they're transitioning iPad into being more of, of, of a, not really a MacBook replacement, but, um, and this is a whole other subject that we can get into on another show, but um, the iPad is, is becoming more of a... Um, Either it, it can be a MacBook, a laptop replacement, not just a MacBook replacement. It can, it can be for some people a laptop replacement, um, and that's where USB Type C comes in handy because you can plug in external drives, um, power stations, whatever you want to plug into. That's USB I was Type C. Say, it's USB Universal Serial Bus. Mm -hmm. There are so many things out there for that compared to Lightning. Yeah, but that specifically is not not really the reason that. Um, that the iPhones won't move over to that because it would be beneficial for them to do that. 
but what's going to end up happening is um, I'm going to give this two two years down the road. It could be next year, but I don't. I think it's too soon. Start the clock. Um, I do. Th- I do think that we're going to eventually get portless iPhones. I think those will be the first ones to be portless. They won't have a. They won't have a. They won't have a charging solution at all. Um, and if they do, then it'll be magnetic. So you'll like the like the old laptops. Mm-hmm. You'll have a magnetic connection if you want to hardwire it, but it'll ma- it'll be all. Um, wireless charging at that point, and I, like I said, I'm I'm, I'm going to bet two years on that. I can't wait till you walk into a room and your iPhone starts charging because yeah. they got little wireless chargers <laughs> in the corners I think they're of the gonna room. Tr- I think they're going to try it next year with one model. It'll be similar to when they switched to the iPhone 10 and they had the iPhone 8 and the 8 Plus, but then I'll they drop had, all my money. But on then that. they had the iPhone 10 that was the more advanced one, but that one costs a lot more. I think they're going to try. The, whatever the highest tier model next year is, they're going to try it with the portless option. And then going forward the following year, all of them will be like that. It's like now, the beta test. That's I cool. don't know if it will happen with the iPads. I, I got a feeling the iPads are going to stay USB Type-C. But, um, but yeah, that's that's where the iPhone is going. Boom. What and else then, you got? Um, okay, so transitioning over into um, the next topic. Before I do that, I just want to say thanks to everybody that's listening, uh, wherever you're listening at, either um, on YouTube or on Facebook page. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. It's our first show, so um, we're kind of work, kind of figuring things out, working out the kinks. This is this is not probably going to end up being the permanent um, setup. We'll probably add little cool things here and there. It's the pilot, um, and we'll we'll figure out some ways that you guys can support the. Uh, the show if you want to i don't have that figured out yet but i'll get there but for now i'll just say thank you for tuning in and if you're tuning in on audio only on apple podcasts or soundcloud or wherever again thank you so much for listening we really appreciate it absolutely thank you um big thanks absolutely so next topic this is a uh which topic do i want to talk about yeah we'll go with this one um so this is kind of cool. We'll stay on techie, and then we'll go to another subject after that. Um, so there's been another rumor. Um, and this this one here is just a rumor. There's nothing confirmed by Apple, um, but it's a pretty substantial rumor that has a lot of weight to it, and that is upcoming Apple Glass, which are AR-enabled... Um, glasses i feel like matt's trying to signal you like he's got the prototypes but he can't really confirm or deny what because we don't have a legal team set up at this moment so this is this is probably going to be as revolutionary of a product as the apple watch was and the apple watch has become the apple watch has become a very very serious um, seriously taken product. It's not a it's not a joke product. It's not a gimmick anymore. It wasn't really a gimmick to start with, but it's not just some lame, expensive accessory. No, it has a lot of really, really solid and proven health benefits. Um, it's 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 a really good device to have. Um, so I think that Apple Glass. That's what it's called, Apple Glass. Yeah. So I'm looking it up now for the first time. I think it looks like something like Iron Man would wear. 
I'm going to drop in a photo right here. And that looks yeah. like a set of glasses Iron Man would wear. So they're, they're going to... If you got the hookup with Robert Downey Jr., this is where you have him give you a promo. We can get paid. <laughs> yeah, right. They're, they're going to work with your prescriptions. And... Good job, Apple. They're only going to cost, according to these rumors, $500. That's super cheap given the strength of the first, technology. It's a first-gen product. And first-gen products are usually priced higher than what they end up being. 500 bucks is below the floor of where I would expect it. You go out and you even get a designer set of glasses. Like 100 bucks for a set of normal frames is nothing. Yeah. 200 yeah. $250 frames just for regular glasses let alone not having electronics in them so you're going to you you will have to get you'll have to pay for your prescription if you need a prescription but i mean a lot of people i imagine will just have get insurance what yes it will insurance will cover that part of it yeah that's crazy cuz that's insane and these cheap. are going to project um, keeping it realistic, it's it's not going to be Iron Man. <laughs> That'd be sick if it was. I don't get Jarvis in my ear and in my eye. Um, it's going to do things like um, GPS. Uh, I have a, I imagine it'll, it will probably uh, do it'll do GPS. Probably display messages. It'll have Siri enabled. Um, I, I do think it's we should temper our expectations. I I, I feel like it's going to be. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. It's not going to be Iron Man. It's it's going to be a little lackluster, but it's still going to be cool, man. It's going to be extremely cool. Just um, the fact that it can show your texts, it can show what the yeah. weather is for the day, it can tell you to turn left or right when you're trying to get somewhere. It's yeah. pretty sick, and it's and, a and great to be, start. To be fair, the Apple Watch, when it first came out, well, there wasn't anything that crazy about it. I mean, it was cool. It looked cool. Um, everybody wanted one, or not everybody wanted one, but a lot of people did. It was desirable, um, but it, it wasn't what it is now. You look at Apple; it didn't have fall detection. It, it couldn't take; it couldn't read an, an ECG. Couldn't go away from your phone. It couldn't go away from your phone. It couldn't run its own apps, which it, it could the, on the second generation. It was super slow. But it's a first generation. It's right. Let's spend a bunch of money, get it out there, see what the reception is, see how we can make it better. Because if we got yeah. it right on the first go around, who wants to buy the next gen? So I think Apple Glass is going to be similar. It's going to be um, tempered at first, and then they will find other cool Iron Man type things to do <laughs> in the second and third gen. What do you? What are your thoughts on it? I think it's pretty cool. I'm just kind of glancing through a article right now about kind of some of the things and uh, how how it'll connect to your phone, how they assume it's going to connect to your phone. It may not be real. I think that's a safe assumption, just like the first go around with Apple Watches, that you're going to have to have your phone absolutely. relatively close to it for them to work right. Yeah, and it's saying here that to connect your phone to it, to transfer back and forth 3D imagery, out of at least 60 hertz, Bluetooth won't cut it for the bandwidth. So they're saying you're going to have to have a dedicated Wi-Fi connection to the glasses. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but you can only have one Wi-Fi connection at a time off of iPhones, correct? So that Yeah, means- but can it set up a... I'm not sure if, I if I'm following you, so let me clarify. 
I know that there's on certain products they'll they'll make like a mock Wi-Fi, like a printer, for example. Right. A wireless printer will will create like a mock Wi-Fi connection. Yeah. So that you connect to. Yeah, yeah. So not Wi-Fi as in giving off internet, just Wi-Fi as in it being a specific band of information being right. sent to the phone. Like Apple Watch, that connects with Bluetooth, right, to your yeah. phone. So like GoPros, you know, you turn it on, they create their own Wi-Fi Actually, no, signal. no, it doesn't anymore. It 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 used to. Okay. Um, and I, I, it might still... Don't you have an Apple Watch? <coughs> I do, but I, I don't... I always forget to wear it. Um, um, when the Apple Watch first came out, it was only Bluetooth. But and I could be wrong here, but I believe that it connects through the the um, the chip that's in it. W W the W chip. I believe that's the chip they use. I don't know what I don't remember which number they're on now, but okay. I believe it connects through a specific chip because I know on my Apple Watch, it used to be if I if I disconnected the Bluetooth, it mm. would it would shut down. Gotcha. But I've noticed that that doesn't happen anymore. I still get a connection. I was going to say, like, I connect to my GoPro to take a quick glance at videos um, just while we're out and about, and it connects via Wi-Fi. And if I hop onto Instagram real quick and I try to go to that, if I wanted to, now I can still watch Instagram because it'll pull my LTE signal. But if I wanted to hop on, like, Wi-Fi, if I was at home, I would have to disconnect from the GoPro Right. then connect to the Wi-Fi, uh, like a home Wi-Fi network. So I'd be afraid if you're connecting the glasses to your phone Wi-Fi and if you're sitting at home. Now, granted, I would assume the glasses would be something for out and about instead of just sitting on your couch. But that would yeah. be something I'd be afraid of is I'd still want to be able to connect my phone to Wi-Fi where I'm going. So that's, the, that's a question I have um, is like I don't wear my watch everywhere. Right. My watch, some people do. Some people wear them to sleep and never take them off until they got to charge them. I don't like to. heart rate information. Yeah, I, I only, and that's <laughs> why I sleeping. forget to wear it a lot is I don't wear it usually unless I'm going out. Um, are these Apple glasses something that people are going to wear all the time? Like when you get home and like maybe you don't wear glasses normally. You don't have a prescription. Are you Are you going home and keeping these glasses on while you're, throughout your day or do you go home be cool when you're baking and it probably will do stuff like that like show you recipes and whatnot yeah. you know what would be really cool and this is probably not going to happen with the first gen but i'm thinking like like you have your glasses on and um you sit down at your desk and you don't have a macbook let's say you don't have a macbook you sit down at your desk and like a, a virtual keyboard pops up and a virtual screen Sick. pops up running Mac OS, running full Mac OS. And you got a virtual keyboard. And maybe you can connect, this is even crazier, maybe you even can connect something like this, like an actual keyboard to this virtual environment. And then you got your glasses on, you're using it like a computer at that point. 30 you, years started you, the clock. I don't, I don't know, like man. That, that does, really? Yes. You think it's that far off? I don't know, dude, but. I'm thinking, I'm thinking Tom Cruise is John Pemberton in Minority Report, and he's got the little monocle thing, and he's yep. taking this, and he's throwing it to that screen, and he's got these little gloves, and they're touching everything, and I'm like, 
That's awesome. Is that I the don't... one when they're in the opera house? And... That's the one where the little balls come and they like arrest you because you haven't really committed the crime, but you did. But he had these little gloves. What if you don't even need the keyboard? You just put on some gloves and you're typing yeah, that's, on, that's a, how on an air. Right. That's, that's how I started. That's sick. See, I don't think it's that Apple can't do it. I don't think they. I don't think it's that they can't do it. Somebody dreamt it and put it in a movie, dude. It's coming. But how do you? But how do you do it though? How do you? Because you gotta have. You gotta have the space. You have sensors on the glasses. Right, but how do you? How do you? I get that part, but how do you? What does the operating system run from? Like, does is it is it built into the? I know they make you got like two options: high speed internet chip in the glasses to pull it virtually and project it there and have like a like a team viewer view of it or right. I'm saying 30 years down the road we're going to be able like the computer that I just built I'm going to be able to <laughs> I can't believe I spent that much money on that <laughs> computer that's why gas I have to, station uh, USB cords yeah that's how you got the money to buy the thing man yeah choices so you're going to be able to take a computer that 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 is that powerful you know 32 gig RAM a um and, and what, a two terabyte NVMe, all that information you're going to be able to have on your glasses and just be able to spit out in front of you in the next 30 years. Think about it. Have you seen, like, you know, a micro SD card? That's what I was going to say. Like, a micro SD card is super tiny. Yep. Yeah. It could almost fit on the glasses As you're say, wearing now. They make them that are, you know, 512 gigabytes now, one terabyte. One terabyte. Micro SD Huge. card. Huge. It's like cheap. The, the size of, like, a little SIM card. Exactly. You can get a 512 for, like, 40 bucks right now. Ten years ago, you had a two gigabyte flash drive that was that thick. that thick or you know if you went a 512 you had a tower you had a stack yeah. exactly and now you can have it there so it kind of shows you how much we've done in 10 years what's going to happen when in 2030 so we could we could find a way to put a, a terabyte or more storage little in chip that. in that they, easily they're not going to be as thin and stylish as your glasses oh, to do idea. all of that you're going to yeah, you're gonna have some like Dolce Gabbana looking. Big, they're probably gonna big, have. They're pieces. probably gonna have like three or four different frame, um, frame, frame designs. Remember when the Apple Watch came out and they had like the eighteen thousand dollar version of it? Yeah, <laughs> like that. That actually like, happened. Millimeters. What was it like? Twenty four and thir- or yeah. thirty two and forty four. Thirty two and forty four. Yeah. Like that. But that actually happened. They actually did that. They sold Apple Watches. I forget what they were called. Sports silver and gold. Yeah, the gold one was the one that was eighteen thousand dollars. Yeah, just fourteen karat gold or something. But like, that thing is so obsolete now. You can't even use it. I was gonna say it's obsolete, old tech, or old tech, and you spent eighteen thousand. Yeah, but but you got your badge on your gamer tag saying, owned it. Done. <laughs> that that counts, dude. Achievement unlocked. Yeah, I think back. Spent eighteen thousand dollars at Apple Store. I think back to when I went off to school and I bought my first desktop, right? Yeah. It was a compact Presario, right? Like compact, Ooh, right? Compact. Right? 486 Pentium 2. It was probably like 125 megahertz, right? I can't I can't even remember how small the hard drive was, but it cost me like 1800 bucks. It's expensive. That's a lot of money. It was it was probably about as big as Josh's amp is, you know, like yeah. th- that's being ridiculous, but you get the point. Absolutely. It's Today, a big tower. I have this thing that's about the size of my wallet. Sorry, I mean to blind you. What did you say, Josh? Oh, I mean, Rob? It's, it's about the size of my wallet, and it's probably just as powerful, if not more, most certainly has faster capabilities than that computer. I was going to say, I think you have like four gig of RAM in that. 
it, it, 20 years later, it's superior technology for half the cost for today, you know, in, in today's dollars. Absolutely. Thinking about the first generation of the glasses, they're going to they're gonna be something cooler that you can't get on the market today, right? Obviously, there's going to be improvements on the second, third, 15th gens from now. What it can do, the standalone capability that it has will all come along at some point. But because the movies are what they are, and you're like, dude, somebody invented that, and it's CGI, you're like, I want to be Iron Man right now today. But at the end of the day, 500 bucks, entry-level, base model, projection, right? All speculation. 500 bucks for that is awesome. No matter how short it falls of how awesome you want it to be, it's still cool. So... Go ahead, did you have something you want to add? I was just going to say, Rob and I are relying on you, Josh, to buy a pair for yeah, us all. Yeah, I will with. have yeah. one when, I, when it comes out. We need to split up the price in thirds. I'll even stand in line for you while you go pee and go to, ch- go to Chick-fil-A or okay, whatever. Fair enough. You know. Fair enough. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm still debating whether I'm going to get off subject here, whether I'm going to get the PS5 or Xbox. I'm almost certain I'm going to get the PS5 at this point. Good choice. But, um, yeah, it just it, it looks a lot better. Um, all right, so we, we can we can totally talk a whole podcast about that. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> we, we next next pod next yes, next podcast games. we'll do video games. Can we earmark the third podcast for five minutes of cars? Yeah, yeah, yes. definitely. Um, Deal. All right, so these Apple glasses. Um, all right, so we have we actually have two things here. We have the ones that we've just been talking about, but we also have. And I don't know anything about this. This is a this is a wild card here. An Apple VR headset that is positioned I've to heard compete. About that one. Okay, so you've heard about it. Yeah. Positioned to compete with the Oculus Quest is okay. There, this is saying that that's actually closer to being launched than the um, than the the ones that we're talking about, the AR ones. So the ones that we're talking about, those are AR glasses, augmented reality. So you're, you're injecting things into the real world, but apparently Apple's working on a virtual reality headset, which would be like the current virtual reality options we have now, which is the... But better because it's Apple. Probably. Um, although the Oculus Quest is pretty sick. That's, that one is pretty sick. Um, but it would compete with Oculus Quest... Um, PlayStation VR, and I guess the other, those are the two main ones now. So Apple is really looking at getting into these headsets. All right, so last question I have is, so looking at this, right, the glasses. Yeah, yeah. So does this, long-term thinking here, does this eventually get rid of this? Hmm. No. Eventually. I'm talking like at least five or six years from now. I don't think glasses will. I think something like contacts or like an implant would. Mm, implant? Yeah, man. A little brain implant that you can just see everything. You're transitioning. Are you talking guess? like Inspector Gadget where he pulls out the antenna from his thumb and he talks into his hand phone? Cause, like, yeah, something cool. like that minus the antenna. You know, I I don't know why, but Tom Cruise keeps coming to mind. Not, not that I'm pimping him or nothing, but like Mission Impossible, he's got the glasses and they've got the little 
you know, microphone that goes into the ear. That's the only thing. Yeah. Like with the glasses, I don't want everybody around me having a conversation and being able to hear. It's like when the Nextels came out, the two ways, and everybody would two-way direct connect each other. Like I don't want to hear people okay. in the mall. But I just found, I just saw these in Best Buy. Not these, but I saw some bow. They were, they were Bose. Frame, they're called Bose Frames. And they're sunglasses. Those are cool. You know what I'm talking about? They're sunglasses. With like built-in beats? They're built-in speakers. But the thing is, you can max these things out, and you could be wearing them, and I can't hear what you're listening to. They you vibrate can... on the side of your head. Yeah, it's and a the bone, bone something. Go through bone. your bones. Wait, 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 wait. I have these Bose glasses on. I've yeah, got here, them I'll at max you. volume. I, I tried them I'm out I'm sitting Best Buy. three feet from you, yeah, and I, you can't hear like a thing? I could, I could hear that you're playing something. It'd but, be you, like, but you can't it'd hear It'd be like you were listening to clarity. headphones, like loud headphones. You know, you, someone's oh. listening to loud headphones. You can tell they're listening to something. Yeah, it's like being on a plane is. and wanting to sleep, and the dude next to you is like watching his stuff without headphones. like, dude, exactly. who does that? Yeah, I tried them out at Best Buy. Stewardess. And I, was, and I, I put them on, and... Uh, I put them on, and I had the little demo playing, and uh, they're they're 180 bucks. That's it. Yeah, that's not bad. 180 bucks. Now they're not they're, they don't replace headphones. Like you, they, they, no, but it's cool. It's it's different. It's like if you're at the beach, take a phone call in style, or you're just you walking jog down the road or whatever. You don't want to wear headphones. Sun's out. You you want to wear your sunglasses. Sun's out. Guns out. <laughs> but um. Yeah, these are cool. Um, there they are. But they don't have a actual. They have speaker speakers. Driver. It's they have very sonic off of my. Bose, you know, it has like sonar. Yeah, sort of. It has a speaker too. Okay. So the, are these the ones you've seen? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. and they have different frames. They so look like old school Wayfarers. They're yeah, cool. Yeah, they're like um, um, a little bulky, but. Yeah. No, they're actually, they're not, I didn't think they were that bulky. Oh, really? Well, okay. I, have you tried them? I have not tried okay, them. I've just seen YouTube. That's what I thought, too. But when you try them, they're not that bad. Okay. They don't look any I mean, bulkier than my Kosas. But like a standard sunglasses, uh -huh. actually. And uh, so you put them on, and I'd, I'd play the demo, and it, it was pretty loud. Not overbearingly loud, but loud enough to where I could get into it. And I'm like, let me take these off. I took them off. I could tell the music was still playing. But I couldn't. I mean, I could hear it from like a foot away. There's not from like as far. Yeah, it's like it's like voice. someone listening to headphones. You know that there's something going on, but you can't hear. Wow. So okay, so you remember? I think that's cool. Field trip to Best Buy. <laughs> <laughs> but what I mean is like, you remember before the Apple Watch came out, people were making like Samsung was making watches, yeah. but nobody was really taking them seriously. Mm -mm. They were like gimmicky. Like this is kind of gimmicky. Yep. You know, it's it, it's cool. It it's may cool or may not. Have. It's cool. It may or may not catch on. Yeah. But Apple won't release something that doesn't last. I mean, well, they will, but they'll put out a decent product. This is like, this is like those watches where people were just kind of trying things out, and uh, and then Apple comes around and says, "Okay, you guys have been messing around with this for a while. Here we come. We've already been we've been working on this for six years now." Here it is, Hulk smash, and it does it does all market. this stuff plus like way more. But this is cool. If they took that soundy thing and integrated it into the Apple, right? Mix mix the two like fusion, right? Yeah. yeah. 
that's all this does though is audio. No, that's no, that's cool. But take a little bit of this, take a little bit of that. You know, version 2.0. Yeah, that's cool. Um, back to your original question: Does it replace your phone? The, not these, but the no, yeah, the, the Apple Glass version. You know, whatever. Seven or eight. Whatever. Um, I'll be does honest. it does it replace it? I don't know, man. Mm. I always want to have something in my hand. I will always enjoy having a cell phone, like a walkie-talkie. There's something about a walkie-talkie when we Dude, go out yeah, to totally. the woods where we just still got to use a walkie-talkie, man. I think that's the natural reaction right now because we don't have them to compare them to. Can I tell you why we're never going to get rid of the phone? It just hit me when you were like, I always want something in my hand. How are you going to take a selfie with your glasses? They'll find a way to do it, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's super lame. Um, I'm on the fence. I, I, I think they can. Um, I'm not saying that I want them to. I think that they can. Um, here's the thing. Apple, I don't believe that Apple likes the I names anymore. That was like Steve Jobs thing. I get that. I see. <laughs> so, you know, Steve, <laughs> that was, all right. If I was sitting in my kit, that would be a <laughs> So when Steve Jobs was heading Apple, everything had an I. You know, iPhone, iPad, iBook. It's the I, I era. Yeah. With Tim Cook. Are we going to be in the Apple era? We already are. We have, you have Apple Music, Apple Watch, Apple, um, Apple, um, Apple. Um, I Apple. Do you have? <laughs> oh my gosh. Apple Glass, Apple Pay, Apple Pencil. So I don't think they can change. I don't. I think they would have done it already if they could. They can't call this Apple Phone. No, dude. They they, can't they've do already it. they've already launched that the brand. Name is, that brand. The has name is so yeah. powerful. But I think that they, I think they want to get away from that name. It's like when McDonald's stopped being McDonald's and they just had the arches and no name. You still know it's McDonald's. Yeah. When you have the Apple symbol, when you have the Apple icon, when you right. have their logo, you know what it is. You and don't need the I and because everybody's ripped it off. Right. And it's even harder with the iPad because I could I could live with this becoming Apple phone. Like, I'd be okay with that. But Apple Pad just sounds dumb. Apple Pad sounds dumb. What and the mean? iPad is like the only tablet that anyone takes seriously. So it's not like there's other things that I think that's legit. I, I I signed on to that. What, you uh, what if they? What if you know how they have like the iPhone Pro Max and the yeah. iPhone Max and the iPhone 6s? What if they had your iPhone that the base model be called like just an Apple phone, and then whatever the superior model? Because like right now they have the iMac out, right? And the iMac you have the MacBook Pro, you have just the Mac. Mac, Mac Air. You got the Mac Air. And then you just got the MacBook. That's a thin piece of metal, basically. What if you called, like, the iMac is the Pro one? Because that's what the Pro is at right now. So you got, like, well, they have an iMac. They have iMac Pro. Oh, do they? They have that. Oh, right. The one that's, like, 50-something thousand? No, no that's, that's the that's Mac that's the Pro. Cylinder. That's the Mac Pro. 50,000? No, it's not a cylinder anymore. Yeah, that was you the can last spec one. out a, a yeah. thing. You get... You, I could buy have, a truck or I could buy a computer. Could, yeah. So 50, it's like 60,000. So yeah. if you go, the, if you go if here, you get the rack mounted, it goes up to 75,000. Yeah. Can I finance it like I can a vehicle for five or six years? Yeah. Yes, you can do it with you that can. Apple card. Here it is. It's a cheese grater. 
And get oh, this. That's Guess how much RAM it'll support up to. Two terabytes, yeah. Of RAM? Two RAM. terabytes of, of RAM. RAM. You don't not, even not need hard your drive. hard drive anymore. You just do everything off of your RAM, which will be blazing fast. Two t- 16 gigabytes of RAM to today yeah, is no, considered yeah. a lot. Ideal. 32 gigabytes is above, and 64 is kind of the Unne- max thing. Unnecessary for most Super people. Super unnecessary. Yeah. Two terabytes. Two terabytes. I, I don't, I don't need to compete with the CIA or try and data mine things. I, yeah. what, what do I do with that? A lot of this computer's for, yeah. This video. I'm gonna go back and play Minecraft with this. It yeah, this is overkill for a video production. This this is like a this the Mac Pro is not is not um, is not marketed to really consumers. Can, can I ask you a question? That little cheese grater thing that I'm looking yeah, you at. You want to see the actual design? It, it's not aesthetically pleasing. No, neither, neither was the trash can that they had before that. There was the last model of this looked like a trash can. It, people call it the trash can Mac. The no joke. One, yeah. Yeah. That is supposed you to look be at, rack can, mounted. No, they have they have a tower and a rack mount. Okay. Yeah, they have two. So like here's the bats. tower. It looks it's a sieve. I, I grate cheese on that. You're you do you weren't kidding that you're yeah. for real. No, people call it the cheese grater Mac. Are they are they fans? Are they just like no. tons of fans that are no. the size of a quarter? Nope. That's what they chose. Here, you'll love this. You'll love this part. I don't love that. No, no, no. no For sixty grand, you'll, it better you'll love look this. way cooler you'll than You'll love that. this. You'll love this part right <laughs> better here. Better look like a Ferrari. You ready? I'm hit We're me. off subject now, but it's okay. Um, I love going off script. So, you just spent sixty thousand dollars on this. I just committed to five or six years worth of payments for that. I so, don't know why. But but I'm, I've also gotten divorced because my wife. It doesn't come me. with a monitor. Huh? It doesn't come with a monitor. Five grand. The monitor come with a p- is five grand. Huh? Yeah. The monitor, the hold on. The monitor doesn't come with the monitor stand. <laughs> this gets mo- even better. <laughs> I can't even say it with a straight face. The monitor stand. You've bought a brand new Porsche for $60,000, but it doesn't me. come with tires or a steering wheel or a hood. They're all no, extra. The monitor is 5000 It doesn't come with a stand. I'll prove it to you if you don't believe me. The monitor stand is another thousand dollars for a stand 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 for the a wheels stand. the wheels if on you the bus go round and round on the computer instead are of seven hundred dollars <laughs> i could sh- i i'll show you know it where you. i was talking about achievement badges before to buy into the fifteen thousand dollar phone nobody in their right mind would buy that Dude, don't get me wrong, dude. I love games. I love looking at Newegg and all that it's and, not, and building it's not, fictitious systems it's not that I don't have people. money or desire for. But what the heck would I do with that? It's not for us. This this computer is not for a consumer. It's, Does SpaceX own it's, five of these? I mean, they, they're putting they, people in SpaceX space. SpaceX can't afford these. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, you think about it. Do we spend $60,000 on a, on a Mac or do we spend $60,000 in fuel for our rocket ship? You're Elon Musk, dude. You print it's, money. It's a really interesting product um, because people do buy it. I don't know how many people buy the the sixty thousand. Cons- I was gonna say a consumer. I Justine. You guys ever heard yeah, of her? Yeah, I Justine. She bought one of these, and I think she got the spec'd out version of it. Yeah. And she's just a YouTuber. Hey, yeah. if you're watching, can you bring your computer in, and we'll totally give it over to you for one of the podcasts. I so just that I can pick your brain on why hey, you spent 60 grand on this. That's not off the table. I Justine was just recently on Viper's podcast. Viper has a thousand subs. 
He's a small. It's okay. Day one, we're inviting you. <laughs> She's really cool, though. Setting high expectations. We'll have donuts. Matt will bring you donuts. I got the donuts. Oh, he fed her popcorn. We got. We got popcorn. Gourmet popcorn. <laughs> Gourmet popcorn. Like like the one that you get for Christmas, where it's the three different kinds: the no, cheese, the caramel. No, I'm talking like birthday cake flavored popcorn. What? Ice cream flavored popcorn. Well, I mean, if you know where to go get a sixty thousand dollar computer, you know where to go get birthday cake popcorn. No, I the, don't. No, the guy with the one thousand subs fed that to her. When you have a thousand subs, you invent cool stuff like weird birthday cake flavored donuts that we're probably not going to have next week. But when we hit a thousand subs, we're having birthday cake donuts. But you heard right. it here first. All right. All right, guys. Cool. Yeah, that's, um, I don't know that I'm going to let that one go for a while. <laughs> hey, Man. honey, you want to buy a new vehicle or do you want me to live my dream of having the cheese grater computer? Man, we got, we got into the sticks with, with $5,000 sure $5, monitor and a thousand dollar stand. I don't know Goodness. how we got there, but okay. So we just uh, went there. Real quick. I want to take a quick step, make sure the phone's still recording. Okay. All right. So and we're back with that. Let's transition over into, um, so, so this part of the podcast, this is like the, the unique part of our podcast. So we're going to talk to you about tech. We're going to talk to you about video games. We're going to talk about cars, I guess. Cars. Cars. Briefly. Vroom, vroom. Automotive. Like a side segment. Not, not like McQueen and <laughs> Tomater, like automotive. Um, but this is a, the unique part of our show where I want to talk about something that's Christ culture. because we're Christians. Uh, we're not going to beat you up with Christianity or preach to you or anything like that. But we're just um, normal people, man. We're normal people. But what I want to talk about is um, I want to have a discussion about a Christian band versus Christians in a band. There is a difference. So huge difference. When I was when I was in my teen years, I played in a band with um, Stephen Simons. And Stephen Foster. And those are two guys from our church. Wait, wait, wait a second. I got to stop you there. It's Stephen Simons. What did you think it was? Simmons. Simons. I, I always thought it was Simmons. No, it's, it's a Y. It's Simons. Yeah, like S-Y-M. Like Simmons. Ah. Uh, it's uh, Simons? Simons. That sounds way better than what I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Stephen and the Lord. I hope they don't watch this part. <laughs> Mind blown. This is the part they were wanting to watch. <laughs> oh, wait. It was. Hey, Stephen, we're going to have to talk about it. Actually, I'm glad you said that because Stephen texted me about this topic earlier. And he's like, I could talk about this for hours. So I think we should bring up this topic in a couple months and have Stephen come on as guest. Sounds good. We'll do that. Um, so You'll when, be the one introducing him. <laughs> Stephen <so>. Simmons. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Simon. <laughs> All right, so I was in a band. Wish you were here. Long that time we ago, friends. with Stephen Foster and Stephen Simons. Hey, I know that guy. Not Alora Simons, but <laughs> Stephen Simons. And um, so we played. Um, we fell into a category called post-hardcore, but we'll call it screamo for, for obvious reasons, sake of being. Uh, easy. Uh, so we played Screamo, but I don't know what you would categorize as us as. I mean, I guess 
What is a Christian band versus Christians in a band? Man, I got this. I love this topic. I absolutely love this topic because one of my favorite bands is a secular band, but it is Christians behind it. Which it's, band is it? It's a husband and wife band. They're called Drew Holcomb and the Neighbors. It's uh, Drew Holcomb and Ellie Holcomb who are the writers of all the music. And then they have their band and their band. I thought he called... said Drew Hulk Hogan. Oh, no. Hulk Hogan. I'm waiting for him to tell me that they're post-hardcore post screamo. <laughs> no, no. They are a folk band. Um, so they go way back. And um, if you don't know Drew Holcomb and the Neighbors, I encourage you to check them out. That's Drew Holcomb and the neighbors. Who knows? Maybe they'll see this. I've been to yeah, one of their concerts. Yeah, we'll have donuts for you, too. Yeah, if you guys want to come, that'd be Krispy Kreme donuts, not yes. Dunkin' Donuts. So I got... Gourmet donuts. Oh, yeah, gourmet donuts. So I got, I got two bands that I'd like to address that are Christians, but they identify as a secular band. Um, now, is that, is that a bad thing? No, but it's a distinction. That's so here. I'll, I'll step away from Drew Holcomb and the neighbors and jump to the second band. Have you guys ever heard of Need to, Need to Breathe? Yeah, Need oh, to Breathe. Okay, mm-hmm. so Need to Breathe is a secular band, but I didn't know that. Every yes. every song I've ever heard from them is a Christian. Is song. a Christian song, right? So they have a couple of Christian albums out, but oh, so they have other albums that aren't necessarily a that, Christian. Exactly, album. that are very I did not know that and very folky. Okay, um, I knew they were folky, but I didn't know they were. I didn't know they had secular albums. Yeah, so you guys know the Rolling Stone magazine, mm-hmm. yeah. right? That's a pretty big magazine. Anyways, they were interviewed in there, and I have the article up in front of me. And there's this really cool section out of there that says "Need to Breathe" or something of an anomaly in the current pop music landscape. Despite an absence of mainstream radio support, the Charleston, South Carolina band has built a massive live following um, then it goes into saying oh, where is it where is it where is it there's a section in here that says ah yes they're frequently tagged as a christian rock band because of their initial success in christian radio markets right. need to breathe resist that categorization because of the challenges it presents to non-evangelical listeners so they really want to target people who may not be believers in Christ or who may not know who God is or what the gospel is or what the Bible says. Now, all of their music shows that. <coughs> but they don't categorize themselves as that. So in Spotify or other music platforms that you listen as, they can still pop up in other people's feed. Okay, now, so that's, that's, that's not to interrupt you, but... That's, that's a point that I wanted to bring up. I hear a lot of these artists that say that. Like, we're, we do Christian music, but, but it's almost like they're saying, I know they're not saying this, but what it comes off to me as, we're a Christian band, but we don't want people to know we're a Christian band so that we can pop up in like the rock charts or the folk charts or the blues charts, or whatever chart, whatever genre of music. And I've always just been kind of like on the fence on that. Because to me, it's like, it kind of goes with your faith. Like if you're, if you're a Christian band, or you're saying that, or you, you play Christian music, then why would you not want that to be, 
um, put out there. Yeah. So I'll give a little backstory about what I think about that. I grew up through the church. I grew up in a uh, Presbyterian church um, since I was born. When I was born, my mom searched for a church, found the church, and I spent the first 15 years of my life at this one specific church. I really enjoyed it there. Anyways, I turned 16, I got my license, I started doing my own things, I started working, I uh, mixed a lot of sound, and then I started traveling. I was mixing sound for these bands that just whoever would hire a 16-year-old kid to mix sound or whatever company would subcontract me out to mix sound for somebody. And I started going down this path of being out till 2, 3, 4 in the morning mixing for these bar bands. You rebel. Yeah, um, making really decent money. But these were people who were, you know, doing drugs and definitely not having a positive impact. You know, definitely wor- not worldly people, what you'd expect out of rock and roll bands. Yeah, yeah at 2 in the morning. Anyways, that all started happening. Now, I never got into drugs or drinking or anything like that, but I started going down this path of, I'm just going to do me. I'm just going to work. I'm going to get money. And it was really right. good money for being a 16-year-old kid. Right. Um, you know, it allowed me to <laughs> buy a gas station USB charger. <laughs> no, anyways. Work hard, kiddos. Yeah, so anyways, um, I, I went through that path, and I started – turning away from God almost, you know, I I just said, I'm going to do me and I'm going to put church on the side of things. And and this is the music that I'm going to listen to because this is what I have to work for. Um, and then I found this band called Drew Holcomb and the neighbors. And I really like that old folky kind of style music. But if you go back, there's a lot of folk music that's kind of, you know, you may not think it, but it's more on the eh side of things, you know, like you got, some of Bob Dylan's old music and stuff like that. And that's definitely more on the not Christian side of things, kind of saying how bad the world is and how bad politics are. Now, I mean, there's definitely some beautiful music out there, but there's also songs that definitely aren't glorifying to God. Um, You go look at this band, Drew Holcomb and the Neighbors, I was listening to them. um, And at this point, I was just enjoying music and just living my life how I wanted to live it. So... If this job opportunity came up, I would kind of chase after that. And um, anyways, listening to Drew Holcomb and the Neighbors, there are a handful of songs that came on. And then I was like, man, I was like, I really enjoy these songs. So I, I dived in deeper to figure out who these artists were, found out that they were Christians on top of that. And I was like, wow, you can write some really cool music, you know, that's uplifting, positive, has a good message can still hit you emotionally and still be a Christian and not have derogatory terms or something that bashes somebody else. And I was like, wow, you can be cool and you can be a Christian because, you know, if you, there were a lot of times if I would walk into a place and I would show that I was a Christian, if I prayed before I ate, you know, with these people, they would laugh at you. They would put you down in that, you know, you feel so out of place. Yeah, you stuck out. You were different. Exactly. So it was really cool, and there's just always been a personal thing with me now since that has happened because of a select few of bands. It kind of redirected me to where my faith lies. So 
So um, I wanted to read this real quick on the same subject, what you were just talking about. So um, so there's a song that, that we were going to do a few weeks ago that I still want to do because I love the song, and it's by, uh, it's by Aaron Gillespie. Um, so do any of you all know who Aaron Gillespie is? Yeah, you sent the song to us the other day. But do you know who he is? No, no idea. Do you know who he He's is? He's a dude. Okay, so Aaron Gillespie is the drummer from Under Oath. Do you all know who Under Oath is? Yes. Under Oath is a, um, they're a metal band. Um, really, they're really well-known metal band. Um, anyway, Aaron Gillespie is a drummer. They're from Tampa. And uh, he, they, they, they were always, up until a few years ago, labeled a Christian, Christian band. <laughs> and uh, Aaron went off on his own, and he formed a band called The Almost. And they were still, I don't know if they were really labeled a Christian band, but they were, they, they had Christian lyrics. Um, and then Aaron went on his own completely away from everybody else, and he recorded a worship album many years ago. Um, and that's where that song came from. And if you listen to that, 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 um, that live one that I sent you, it's very powerful, the way that he gets through. You did listen to it, so you, you, you heard it. You heard it. So here's this article, and, and he's being interviewed. And the, the interviewer says, in the past, he's talking about the almost. In the past, the almost was labeled as a, okay, so they were labeled as a Christian rock group. Do you still consider the almost to be Christian rock or religiously inspired music? And this article was from October of last year. Um, so his answer is, so I grew up in a Christian home, and initially for a long time, Under Oath was a Christian band, and I wanted to transfer that to the almost and play that type of music. But as you get older, your views change. You go, wait a minute, do I believe in this? Do I believe in the way this institution is ran? I definitely have spiritual belief, but I don't really believe in organized religion at all anymore. That's a place that I got to over a lot of deliberation a lot of thought and a lot of study. I'm just not religious. And I think when you say I'm in a Christian band or you even say like I'm in a vegan band or I'm in an anything band, you alienate the other people. And I think the scariest thing in our country and the scariest thing in the world is exclusion. I feel like exclusion is dangerous and we experience that now as Americans. There's people and groups in America who experience exclusion it's sad and it's gross, but I feel like music, uh, especially, should be one of the places you can go to for complete inclusion. You should be able to take something and go, oh, this is for me, or oh, this isn't for me. And I think that already deciding that before you even put it in the store or put it on Spotify and Apple Music is super dangerous. I don't think music has a faith. Music is music, and for me, that's the reason. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, without getting super preaching, you said we weren't going to preach, but I, I'm going to allow him to be an individual human being and to plant his flag where he did and to have doubts and not follow structured religion as it stands today. And, and there's 
you can go for hours about that subject alone, right? Right. If I go back to the original question of Christians in a band versus a Christian band, right? I think of Christian bands, newsboys, DC talk for King and country, um, things like that, where you listen to the words Mm -hmm. and they speak to religion, spirituality, God, Jesus, things that you would hear in a contemporary worship service on a Sunday or at a youth event. Right. And then I think of Christians in a band like Skillet or Thousand Foot Crutch. Um, oh, man, I typed somebody else out the other day. Uh, Fireflight. Uh, maybe possibly Decipher Down, although I would consider them to be a Christian band, not Christian. So like band. Skillet, I would put – So to me, Skillet and Thousand Foot Crutch. Christians would in be, a band? No, they would be a Christian band. Because to me, but but their words and their lyrics don't not, immediately. If you are a secular person, if you aren't churchy on a Sunday, do you immediately, without reading that they're Christians? No, but know that but but most of their songs are written. So th- I read them that way because right. I choose to. But if I didn't, that's what, know but that, that's what makes it though, because their their lyrics they're smart about it. Mm-hmm. There's some Christ, there's some Christian rock bands. And I'm guilty of it. I have, I have a hard time with it. Switchfoot's so, Christians in a band. So when I yes, that's a good example. Switchfoot is Christians in a band. So when I write a song, a Christian song, I have a hard time writing it in a way to where a non-Christian could get something out of it. I mean, not that they can't get anything without out of it. smacking them over the face with yes. God and Jesus in the so lyrics. So like, so like, Skillet is smart about it. They write their songs to where. You can be on either side of the fence. Mm-hmm. If you're a Christian, you get a Christian message from it. If you're not a Christian, you get a a relationship type message from it. Like it's, these like guys spouse, are hardcore rockers. Yeah, or it's uh, I relate to it because it's about my girlfriend or my boyfriend or whatever. If you're a Christian, oh, I can clearly see that this is about Jesus or whatever. Um, so so I, so when that happens, to me, that's a Christian band with smart lyrics. Correct. That appealed to a wider audience. Right. Okay. So let me ask you this now. Um, so you both heard the song. Powerful song. Now you hear this article. Do you still like the song? The article and the song don't go together. You, you okay. should, for, for sake of the audience, you should say what the song is so that they can go and listen. And after hearing what you said, put the two together. What do you think? Yeah. Um, when was the song written? There's not a wrong answer. And when? Well, yeah, but when was that song written, and when was that article written? The article was 2019. The song came out in 2000. And so the song's older. So the song at least was ten, written, ten years old. The song was written when he believed. Yeah. And when he had that relationship with Jesus Christ and God. So I think the song is just as powerful. I don't think it takes away from the song. His perspective could change, just like my perspective when I was nine is now what, different when I'm 39. What happens when, and again, there's not a wrong answer or a right answer. I'm just curious. What happens if, um, let's say we play the song on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a great song. We, we knock it out of the park. Let's just say all, we hit every we hit a home run. And someone in the crowd's like, I like that song a lot. Let me go look it up. Oh, it's by a guy named Aaron Gillespie. I'd never heard of Aaron Gillespie before. 
We go check him out. Uh, I get where and then you're going. we go down the rabbit hole and find out that I mean he's not an atheist or anything. He right, just doesn't believe. Right, he right. just doesn't believe the same that we do anymore. I hear you. Um, Is that a problem? And again, there's not a right or wrong answer. I'm just curious. If if there was a Facebook relationship status, it would say it's complicated because it's a complicated answer. Um, I hear what you're saying. The song as a standalone is powerful and it speaks to what I would speak to in a worship song as a Christian. Reading that article and then thinking about where his mindset was for further production and lyrics right. I would find it hard without understanding some background like like the article right. on, and, and, on how the many, and how many how many people does this happen to probably not many maybe none maybe none but it's what do you what do you think I That's think like tough Rob one. said it's man I like these questions where it really makes you dive in it's a complicated answer and I don't think there is a right answer just like you were saying I think um, I think it's important, though. You know, you hear the whole thing going on with, oh, do we play Hillsong or do we play Bethel in our church because of how some of their songs, like Oceans, how there are lines in there that may not line up with Scripture. And then you think, well, man, do we play this music or not? Because there are certain verses of the songs that do line up with Scripture and there's certain verses that may not line up with Scripture. And then it's really cool. Have you guys... Have you guys dabbled in any of that, um, like about the song Oceans or some of Bethel's music? There's, there's a song, and I, and I can't remember who it is right now, but the, the song goes, the lyrics go, you haven't failed me yet. And I hate the yet part in it because it's God, right? And he's never going to fail me. And so when you say yet, it's like, well, this hasn't happened yet. Yet. It could happen. You're, but, you're but putting it, a possibility there. And so here it is, this worship song that we've, we've sung on a Sunday and it's you've never failed me yet but it's like the yet part gets me and so on like honestly and truly like super kind of lame but i don't sing the yet part on a sunday i refuse to because you said we weren't going to get preaching but i'm totally going to get preaching no you're good um oh you're gonna make me look it up dude you've uh you've never failed me yet um i I got the song on tip of my tongue um (laughs) oh man it's a it's an elevation song yes i know it is is it Oh Come to the Altar? No. Is it, uh, is it um, <laughs> Sea of Victory? Is it Awesome God? Is it? No. It's, um, it uh, is, we got to call Bobby. It's Do It Again. Do, do It Again. Do It yes. Again. There it is. Walking around these walls, I yes. thought by now they'd but, fall. But it's, it's that part where it says, yeah, and, it, and if, you, if you think about scripture and the promises of God and, and that he will never forsake you and he will never give you up, the word yet is actually really inappropriate in my opinion. So w- when you're talking Agreed. about lyrics and That's words, interesting. there's th- when you say that there's things I've never actually thought about the lyrics of oceans, but things that don't line up biblically. Um, what part of oceans are you talking about? I'm, I'm very familiar with the song. Absolutely. Let me look it up. So while you're looking it up side sidebar here, but on the same subject, when I was leading worship and, um, and uh, me and Becca's youth group, um, our youth pastor, who is her grandfather, um, he had a problem. He, it's not that he had a problem with it. I shouldn't say it that way. He, he had issues anytime we did a song, and it would be a totally Jesus song, but 
like it it would say something like I want to be with you talking about Jesus but it doesn't specifically say Jesus it just says I want to be with you and his issue with that was that well that's something that I could sing to my wife mm-hmm. which I, okay fair enough that's true but most of us knew that we're talking about Jesus here mm-hmm. right so I mean that it's kind of the same thing mm-hmm. so so to end that story um, what I the way I got around that was I just added Jesus in at the end so I would just say yeah I want to be with you Jesus there See, we go problem solved I think you have to be smart about the lyrics you know I think I think you know I I'm a firm believer and like need to breathe yeah. and Drew Holcomb and the neighbors. Right. I think Christians in a band that plays secular music, but that adds biblical references is amazing. I think it is an amazing thing. Now, I think if you are in church, I don't think you should be playing music like that. I think you should be playing biblically sound music. Like Rob, you were I, saying, you refuse to sing yet. Um, that, that's a personal choice. I'm, I'm not knocking anybody at you know Elevation for their choice of lyrics, but absolutely. I just... It's a valid it point, though. Like, I've never thought about it. It doesn't align for me personally, and if other people don't have issue with it, I, I, I'll speak my opinion if somebody wants to hear it, but otherwise, I'm not going to go and beat people to change lyrics. Absolutely. Well, I think the most important thing in a church is going straight out of the Bible, because Amen. that's what God has given us. So it says in the Bible, he will never fail us. And if you throw in yet... I get how it lines up with the song, but I, I've never thought about that one before on that song because I just I don't listen to that song that often. I know we've played it before, yeah. but um, that's extremely interesting. So I think going into songs, I think something that's so important for churches to do is go through the lyrics with your Bible right next to you and, and read about the song. Um, Oceans, um, I'm having a hard time finding the section um, that this person was talking about. I pulled it from somebody else's kind of talk. And anyways, one person was saying a certain verse says this and how it doesn't line up biblically. But that verse was really up for interpretation. This person who was giving the review on it, saying, hey, this is how it's not biblically sound, interpreted lyrics one way. And I was scrolling through the comment section of the YouTube video. And if I can find the YouTube video, I'll put a link, link in the thing. Um, but then there's another person who interpreted the lyrics completely different and it was showing God's grace and mercy to us. And I was like, wow, it really goes into perspective. And then you start thinking about the song. Well, if it's a perspective thing, I think in a church that you should play music that is, like I said, just a minute ago, extremely biblically sound where there's no interpretation up for question. Um, or there is no interpretation about the lyrics. So I think that song may fall more on the side of Christians in a band. But granted, it says, you call me up out upon the waters, the great unknown where my feet may fail. It's referencing God, you call me, you is God. Um, <coughs> and it says, spirit lead me. And is it not referencing, to me it references when God called or not God, when Jesus, not Jesus is God, but when Jesus called Peter out onto the water. That's that's what I vision. You call me out upon the waters. Well, Jesus called. That was a test to Peter because Peter said, 
Lord, is that you? I can't tell. There's a storm here. I see someone coming out of the water, and I'm freaking out because I don't know what's happening here. And, uh, and Jesus said, it's, it's me, it's Jesus. Well, Peter responds with, if it is you, tell me to come out onto the water with you. You know, just let me make sure. This is, that's how Peter was. So, you know, Jesus said, okay, come on. And he got out to the water. And at first, um, he was able to do it. But by the time he got a little bit, you know, you're on the water, you're still holding on to the boat. So if you start feeling crazy, you can jump back in. But after you get 10, <laughs> ten feet out, it's like, whoa, whoa. Don't look down, bro. Don't, oh, and as soon as he did it. that, he fell. So okay. there you go. You call me out upon the waters, the great unknown where feet may fail. That's, that's the vision that I've always gotten mm-hmm. in that opening line. You know, when I think about lyrics, right, like when you're talking about writing lyrics that from a Christian perspective, you know what it, what the lyrics are referring to and what it's talking about. But if you are a non-believer, secular, worldly person, you think it's a cool song. It's got a good beat. It's got a good hook. The words make you think about your situation in life, whatever, whatever it, it sings to you, right? There are certain songs where they could have dual purpose with the lyrics absolutely appeal to secular people and appeal to christians that i wouldn't mind necessarily playing in church maybe not on a sunday to open service but i wouldn't mind playing it at a youth event or just as a opener to an event somewhere but i wouldn't play it as an opener to service right but i also would never think about coming in and playing a truly secular song um Breaking Benjamin or... But I like Breaking Benjamin. I like Breaking Benjamin too, but I wouldn't play it because it has yeah. no relevance mm-hmm. to this place, to this piece of property, to Absolutely. this house. And so I think... I played a Linkin Park song one time. It wasn't at church, but before me and Becca got married, um, I did a concert the week before like the week before and uh we did a bunch of christian songs and then we sprinkled in a lincoln park song that was from their in your set list how do you sprinkle in lincoln park you just kind of throw it in dude <laughs> yeah well it was one of their soft songs okay um i'm just so, thinking of the transition like we did on sunday where it's upbeat and it's like we need to bring the tempo down we started out we started out with a red song i remember that we started out with a song from red Mm-hmm. which actually turned out pretty dope. It was a pretty good cover. Um, and the Lincoln Park one was good, too. Anyway, we did a uh, Red song, and then we did, a, we did a Matthew West song that, my, that mm-hmm. my wife really liked at the time. I think she still likes the song, um, When I Say I Do. Um, and then we did, I think we did one of our own songs, and then we did a song from another local band in our area, I love covering other local bands, just so you both know. It's awesome. Like other local bands in our area, I love covering their covering songs. <coughs> um, we still got to check out um, the, that one song, the, yeah. The, um, oh, man, Loyal Worship song. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so then we did a Lincoln Park song. We didn't announce it as a Lincoln Park song. We just went into it, and it was the... Is it like a B-side song, or is it something No, the song popular. we did was Irredescent. Ir- I think that's how you say it. Iridescent. It's off Ir- iridescent. of iridescent. Iridescent. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, it's off of this the guy. yeah. It's off of the um, uh, 
Hold on. Meteoria? No, it's off their... Uh, this album is one of my favorite albums of all time. It's because it's so just weird and different. It's um, uh, A Thousand Sons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's off that album. And uh, we did the song. I thought we did it really well. And Truman, who was a youth pastor, he didn't listen to nothing that wasn't secular. So he had no idea... He didn't know what a Lincoln Park song was from Adam. Did, did he assume it was a bro man? A we got done with song? The, we got done with the song. He's sitting in the back. He's like, we're playing that this Sunday. Yo, he <laughs> the song dies out. Which the end of the song, the the song fades out, and all you hear is, "Hey, I like that one." <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, "Really? <laughs> you like that one, huh?" I ain't never heard that one before. It's by this band called Lincoln Park. <laughs> Maybe you've never heard of them. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, dude. Um, That's funny. But yeah, I'm sorry. I, I totally hogged what you were saying. Um, no, I, I, I don't even know where my train was going. It was probably derailing. That's okay. You probably saved me. It's okay. Um, I, I, interest, interesting. I'll, I'll say that I changed my view on how I define Christians in a band and a Christian band because I was like the definition to me is lyrics. They either scream and smack you in the head, Jesus, God, religion, culture, or Christians in a band who just don't use profanity and they don't sound like Eminem. And they just, they have cool songs that are marginally uplifting, but they don't talk about God. But then I think about, you know, Skillet's, something recent for them is Anchor, right? Anchor's a great song. Anchor's a great song. Love that song. And if you are secular, worldly, you don't do anything about church and you don't think about the song that way, it's a great song. Mm-hmm. But if you think about it from our perspective, it's a great song. Mm-hmm. It's a smart choice of lyrics. And it's that hard it, to write that way. Super, it's it's hard, super hard to it's write hard that to, way. It's easy to write one way or the other. It's hard to write where... You're good on no matter which side you're on. You know, if you're a Christian, okay, that's a faith-based mess, faith-based message. I'm not a Christian. I don't know anything about church. Never been introduced to Jesus or whatever. Oh, that's a great song I can sing to my wife or my husband or whatever. If you were to take this podcast and label it as a Christian podcast, it's or Christians in a podcast, or Christians in a podcast. You're going to be on certain channels. You're going to appeal to a certain audience. Certain people are going to look at the word Christian in the title and be like, I don't want to hear what those dudes have to say. And then they would miss out on our awesome talk about the apple glass. Absolutely. But uh, I'll, before I before I was all in and on fire, I would have been that. I was like, Christian, I had Christian neighbors, right, that were, in my opinion, in my assessment, and I never really talked to them a whole lot, they were Jesus freaks. They were at church every Sunday. They were at Bible study. The kids were in and youth Jesus group. Jesus freaks being a good thing. Yeah. Oh, no. I don't mean it as a derogatory, but I labeled them as Jesus people, and they were boring, straight-laced, and I didn't want anything to do with them because they were boring. And I'll tell you, I was really wrong. I bet you I bet you, um, their last names are the Baileys. I, I, for, to, for the life of me, I can't remember their, na- their first names were the kids, but I bet you the Baileys were super cool people. Because I look at my life now and all of the fun things I'm doing like this and crashing Denny's at 1 a.m. and going to, going to Millennia for Donuts and like, and like all of the things that I've had the cool opportunity to do with my Christian family and my church family and just in my own 
day in life of how I carry myself, my life's not boring. Like, don't get me wrong. Like I go to work, I come home, I eat dinner, I play with my dogs. That's boring. But the things that I do and the way that I do them are no more boring than they were when I was a worldly person. And so if I look, my whole point, if I looked at a Christian podcast that was advertised as Christian podcast, I wouldn't listen to it for the fact that it had that one word label. But if I knew that there were, just like we are now, Christians in a podcast, and you're going to talk about stuff that me as a worldly person has an interest in, I'll listen. I'll let you sprinkle some Jesus on me every once in a while. It's okay. I can either choose to tune it out, fast forward it, let it soak in, wash my dishes in the background or not, but it's still there. Yeah. And we'll, and we'll always we'll always put this part of the podcast on one side of the show. That way... You fast forward if you want. If it's, if it's, not, if it's not something you, you're into, then you don't... You know what? If it's not for you, thanks for listening to the rest of it. It's not going to be like a YouTube ad where it's just, just in the middle of something else. Yeah, because then when do you know when to fast forward? Yeah. You gotta throw some, but you, you gotta keep them guessing those. So you gotta throw some Easter eggs in every once in a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But going to that thing where, where that Christian thing labels it. I have a friend, not a Christian. Enjoys our music. Enjoys um, our music, like on Sunday. Yeah, like on oh, Sunday. Okay. That's because we got talented musicians, minus yeah. the guy behind the spit shield. <laughs> And the bassist, I don't know about him. His, his new amp's really obnoxious, so loud. <laughs> Rumbles my phone off my kick drum. Come on. <laughs> Gotta get some gaffer tape for that. Um, really enjoys tunes in live. Um, this game a couple of times, but tunes in live. That's huge. To catch the first half of the music, first half of the music, and the last song. Doesn't really watch the message. Same thing goes for Wednesdays. Every now and then we'll tune in for a Wednesday, and I just I think. Man, and we'll come on a Sunday. When they come on a Sunday, they get roped into having to sit through the whole service, and they get a little bit of something sprinkled on there, man. And I'll, I'll tell you, who knows? He's probably gonna watch this, and he'll know. But there's just, there's something to be said about having that, and then having them just get a little bit of the word sprinkled in in between the two, because the thing that scares me the most. He's dying and going to heaven, yeah. not having one of my best friends there with me that I lived life through. Yeah. Um, which just hits me hard. But anyways, to, to be able to have music that can direct it. Now, I think if you're going to you know, play some music where it's not straight up like Skillet, I think in between songs, too, you got to have a heart-to-heart with the audience saying, hey, this is why we wrote the song and this is what the song is about. And there's something to be said for having a heart-to-heart with somebody. That's what I love. I love... You know, if, if I could ever play in front of 40,000 people, every single show, there would be a good 15-minute section of just a heart-to-heart conversation or something like that. Absolutely. It, it interested me um, maybe two years ago. might be two years ago. Um, Skillet came to town. They played at the Amway Center. Dude, Skillet and, puts on such a show. And we got tickets to that. And um, for King & Country opened, and I had never, never really listened to them, you know? Dude, they put on a show. It was great. Skillet, you know, if, if, if you like rock music, whatever, post-grunge, hardcore, whatever you want to label them as, they put on a great show. Um, if you only thought of Skillet as a mainstream radio band, 
and you got there a little early before they're set and listen to King and country, you got some Jesus yeah. thrown at you. Right. Um, yeah. it made me wonder. And I wonder right now how many secular worldly people came right. and got for that. Got, yeah. Came for skillet, but got that in addition to whether it was a song or a yeah. mention of, or they just heard it as background noise. But you know, you, the, the person you're speaking about where they listen to the first songs and the last song, while they're missing the word, they're still getting some sprinkle of the song and the uplifting encouragement that it provides, whether they're accepting it and realizing it or not, it's still still hitting them. Like, it's still there. It's no less effective. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's and just me. Skilla is one of those bands that you could hate rock music. You can hate it. Don't like it at all. But you go to a skillet show, you're gonna have a good time. Dude, they put on a great show. You know who you know who else put on a really good show that I would go see anywhere in the country if COVID wasn't happening and I didn't think that I was gonna catch some weird funk on a plane? Slipknot. Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, Oh you know you can go you can go to a slipknot concert with a mask and not be a weirdo. <laughs> slipknot puts on a sick show. I, tell you. I've seen some of their live only on videos, and it's interesting. I it's, just, I don't feel like I would fit in a Slipknot it's, concert. It's it's I, I different. Would, I would go see David Crowder. David, David Crowder awesome. put All on we'll an awesome show. Yeah, David um, Crowder's awesome. Ron and I saw Newsboys in Savannah, and they played for like two and a half hours. Dude, yeah. like for older dudes, they you're put like, a, like Rush. <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're like Disney, rush. bring back Night of Joy. Yes. Please, please bring back Night of Joy. And if you're a promoter Disney, with the stage I, we, and you We have know access. you're watching this podcast. <laughs> we know you are. <laughs> we need you. We will give you donuts. We have donuts. Krispy Kreme. They're not Dunkin'. Matt will bring donuts. We just need you to bring back Night of Joy, please. And, and if you we, like... All three of us will go. That's three tickets. If you like maple bacon, you can have my That's maple three bacon. Three guaranteed tickets. All right, so nice. we, we got it, guys. It's going to be happening. Yeah, they're yeah. going to bring it back next year, 2021. Prophesy. Done. I mean, I, Bob Iger called me today, and he said, hey. <laughs> I just want we you were to, only supposed to tell one said, lie, Josh. I just want you to know, I've been looking forward to this Jammer podcast all week, and I'm tuning in tonight. I'm just going to tell you that I, officially I am the only person to sit at this table tonight to tell one lie. The rest of you have told multiple lies all night. Fact right. check. Play it back. <laughs> oh. Any last, um, we'll call it last, last words here last before call? we wrap up. Yeah. Uh, I had fun. I had fun. I enjoyed the topics, even though some I was more opinionated on than others. But I like this. You, you, you can feel free to throw in a sounds good, guys, when we talk about au automotive. Vroom, vroom. I'm going to yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna chime in with a. Yep. Moving on. Mm -hmm. <laughs> sure sounds tough. We need a little button that's like clapping. Uh, <laughs> in the background. Josh going to have crickets queued up like, and nobody cares. Moving on. Cars. Last, last thoughts, Matt? Uh, I'm so stoked that we're able to do something like this. Um, and, uh, and just get to talk about some really cool topics. Um, I love talk talking. I also love listening. So podcast is really fun and i hope uh whoever's watching this that you just kind of enjoy it and that you can chime in and put something down in either like a comment section or something or send us a direct message on facebook just so 
we have other topics to talk about uh, that you guys may be interested in. Like donuts. Send pictures of the donuts you're eating while you're listening to the podcast. Yes. So um, we're going to try to do this, I believe, bi-weekly. Bi-weekly. <laughs> so um, we're, we film on Tuesday. So I'm not sure what the actual release schedule is yet, but it should be the same every week. So We'll figure it out. Bi-weekly. Sweet. Um, and then next podcast, we will discuss um, some gaming stuff. we got Xbox Series X and PS5 coming out, so we'll talk about that. Series X is a super lame name. Yeah. When, you, when you're talking about Apple and changing from I fill in the blank to yeah. not doing that, you should just <laughs> get rid of Xbox. And uh, we'll have another... Uh, Christ-based message as well somewhere, but I'm not sure what we'll talk about. I've got an idea for it, but I'm still chewing on it. So um, thank you guys so much, and we'll see you on the next one. See ya. Peace, Peace. out.